Right, we're talking about pitching and the respect that participating agencies deserve. Um, it's a busy year for pitching, so this stuff has got to be right. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, this is something that we take uh, we take very seriously yeah. uh, in, in the work that we do. And a story has come uh, to our attention this week yeah. about a creative agency uh, and the process that was kind of run. So uh, BMW launched their creative agency review in October. Yeah. 25 agencies were invited. That review has concluded with Goodby being a successful uh, uh, agency yeah. uh, concluded this year. Now that, that's fine, not a problem there. The problem is that the losing agency, the shortlisted losing agencies, the other four agencies, the way that they were informed of their lack of success yeah. is where the problem lies. Yeah. So the, uh, basically they found out by reading the trade press, some of them, uh, and one apparently found out by seeing a tweet from the winning agency celebrating the fact that they'd won. Now you can imagine like the, the, the pressure on agency CEOs yeah. to win pitches. It is, the, is the, really the sole measure of success as an agency leader, you know, your ability to win all these pitches. So the pressure, not just on yourself to win, but the amount of effort that the teams have put in, you know, uh, finding out the result through a tweet or a press article is just unacceptable and it doesn't show the respect Absolutely. Uh, to, to agencies that they deserve. And Carl Johnson, who's the co-founder and CEO of Anomaly, who was one of the shortlisted agencies that were unsuccessful in this process, sent out a tweet shortly afterwards talking about the disrespect that was shown to his agency yeah. as, as part of that process. Now that is an indictment of the entire process, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. So, so there are, you know, for every winner, for every good B, there's a number of lo losing yeah. agencies. And, you know, you have to treat them, treat them very carefully. You know, this is a really sad story. Uh, I think we're kind of sad to hear this because it's preventable and it mm -hmm. just requires some protocol, which we'll come and share with you. It's not an isolated incident, uh, is it? Because we, we, there was, you know, we hear all these kind of horror stories sometimes about, you know, p when pitches go wrong. Uh, I think the, the worst example, we might have shared this before, but with, you know, a massive media pitch a year or so ago, where the the participating agencies, and we even think the incumbent, was alerted via a, a text message, literally a text message that just said, you have been unsuccessful, um, that didn't even go to the CEO, just went to somebody else on the team. But I that, mean, if, if that stuff is happening, it's just absolutely. atrocious. But that's when communication is managed through a, uh, an e-sourcing platform. Yeah. When, you, when you take the humanity, when you take the human touch out of a process and try and manage it through through platforms, through yeah. automated platforms, then these things are going to, and it's a, it's a, frankly, it's a, it's a disrespectful way of, of engaging with any community team yeah. uh, or agency team. Yeah, right, so, so a kind of rule of thumb, yeah. uh, because when this stuff happens, it, it can create reputational damage. For BMW in this case, I mean, hopefully they'll come out and make some kind of statement and apology. I mean, yeah. if I was them, I'd be sending BMWs to all this losing CEOs, which would be a nice gesture. Uh, but you know, every losing, every agency, mm -hmm. first of all, needs a call from the client. Absolutely. Okay, so the news cannot be broken any other way than a phone call from the client. Okay, it's their money. Secondly, and this is the order to kind of to do these things in, allow every single agency to manage their internal yes. communications. Like no team that have been slaving away nights and weekends should find out the result from reading the trade press. Absolutely unacceptable. Uh, and finally, every single agency, winning and losing, uh, should have access to a really high quality debrief. Yes. So th these are kind of rules of thumb that, I mean, in our mind, they're kind of obvious things, yeah. right? They are just common courtesy mm -hmm. and they show respect and they're easy to implement. Um, 
So how, how do we actually do that? So let's just, yeah, might be helpful just to break down how we manage that communication. So we've kind of got a well-designed uh, communication protocol and process yeah. at the end of the process. So once uh, a client has decided which agency they want to work with, this is how it normally works. Yeah. We secure time with each of the participating agencies, with leaders of each of the participating agencies, generally within a very tight time frame yeah. in the morning. Yeah. The first thing. So this is on the same day, and it's typically yeah, in a period yeah. of about an hour or so. Get line up all the phone calls. That's right. Yeah. First is to the winning agency. Yeah. Okay, to uh, to announce that they've won, congratulate them, and ask them to hold off from communicating internally. Yeah. Or Se externally. Or externally. Absolutely. And the reason that we start with the winner is. It's just in case they say no. Yeah. <laughs> it rarely happens, yeah. but um, you want to make sure that they've accepted. Yeah. The, you know, the, the, the privilege of working with yeah. that particular client. Second, you go to the incumbent agency, yeah. if the incumbent agency has been unsuccessful. Again, you ask them to hold off from any form of communication internally yeah. and externally until we can balance both communication flows yeah. perfectly with the winning agency and, the, and the, 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 perhaps the losers. But they can, they can prepare then That's right. their internal communications, That's right. both the winners and the losers, really important. Oh, well, the incumbent, yes. which is highly sensitive. It yeah. is. And then we have conversations with all of the other shortlisted agencies that have been unsuccessful yeah. and get those out. These conversations last 10 minutes. Yeah. They are a sharing of the decision, no debrief at this stage, but they inform the agencies all pretty much at the same time. Yeah. Once everybody has been told, then we press the trigger on internal communication. Mm -hmm. So both winning agency and losing incumbent agency should find out pretty much at the same time yeah. in the method that their agency leaders want to share that news. Yeah. And then if there is a proactive external statement, then that is released. Yeah, exactly. And then communication, then we reach out to the agencies and make sure that we get the right time to construct a face-to-face -face debrief as constructively and as productively as we possibly yeah. can. And typically we also advise <clears throat> on the press release is that both the winning agency and, you know, if there is a losing incumbent, sometimes obviously the incumbent retains the business, uh, but that those both agencies get to see the press release. Yeah. So they kind of, again, they can kind of manage communication. So this can all be done in the, sp in the space of one day. It's incredibly important to get that all aligned. Yeah. Uh, it's not difficult to do it properly. It doesn't always work perfectly, but, it, but at least you've got to kind of, that's what you've got to try and do. Uh, you know, agencies are under huge pressure. We keep saying this, the agency business model is being stretched and stretched and stretched. Pitches sadly are becoming more demanding, not necessarily because clients are becoming more demanding, but the, but the proposition is more and more complex. Um, so you know, winning and losing are fine lines, agencies are brilliant on their, on their day. Uh, so the, the protocols and the standards and the respect have to be the, kind of the, the, the platform upon which you Absolutely. build a pitch. Uh, otherwise, you know, the cl clients will just lose, clients lose reputation and, and integrity yeah. and agencies, you know, work, the quality of their work will deteriorate as their efforts kind of go down. So, can do much better. Right, good week four. Trivia HQ. Yes. This brilliant app that launched uh, last year. Uh, it's, a, it's an interactive viewing mobile app. Uh, people are asked to answer 12 trivia questions yeah. and then the finalists, the people that get through to the other end, get to win uh, or share a pot of 50,000. Yeah. This, this lot, it's a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. They've just secured the biggest sponsorship deal ever. Three million dollars 
with Warner Brothers to promote three films, yeah. and suddenly the prize gets up to 250,000. So you can imagine the amount of people that yeah. are going to get onto that app. It's it just brilliant. It's just like a, you know, it's a great new advertising it's platform. It's fantastic. Really lovely idea. Uh, and it's been a bad week for... Well, it's a bad week for maybe the future of the relationship between advertisers and media agencies, if that's not too complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and prompted by some research that was published this week, it was just kind of interesting because it just showed kind of slightly different kind of future paths of these two, two cohorts. Uh, it was a piece of research by DataZoo. I should give credit to them. We'll probably link to it. Um, this is the summary. 43% of agencies surveyed said that their primary duty was to buy ads on Facebook and Google. So that was a kind of a bit worrying, if that's the case. Uh, that may be, sadly, what they spend their time doing, but maybe that's not the reason that they exist. Uh, and they also said that one of the other reasons, one of their main reasons to being is, was managing budgets. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, quite transactional, not very strategic. Okay. Um, However, advertisers said the, the value of, of agencies that they thought should be is in creativity and innovation. Absolutely. So right now, there's a gap in sentiment. Yes. Clearly, that's a, that's a problem. If this yeah. is true, this is highlighting something really significant. Then the, the research asked them to fast forward five years and the roles that they expected agencies to play. Uh, the, the advertisers said we, we could anticipate media agencies being strategic advisors. Kind of sounds similar. We've talked a lot about that. Yep. Uh, agencies, the highest ranking agency response was mastering advanced analytics uh, and data science. Maybe these are related, mm. but it sounds again like the sentiment is a far apart. Yeah. I think you know what it highlights maybe is either agencies aren't communicating their value properly or advertisers aren't being able to kind of really see a role or be clear the role that agencies are going to play. Yeah. Either way, not good. Right, question of the week. Is the respect for agencies shown in pitches changing? Is it better? Is it worse? Is it whatever? Great. Uh, On this topic, it's a really big one. Leave comments down below, please. Give us feedback. Um, If you like what we're doing, give us a thumbs up. Do subscribe to be kept updated with future episodes. But that is your media snack for this week. Thank you for watching. See you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. I'm going to go into it now. Ready? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no.